Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes a Night podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Gallagher, and I'm joined uh, in, a, in a panel of magnificence, an illustrious panel, the greatest panel since last week. It's uh, loud and proud, it's Chris Bowd. Hello, hell, hell, how we doing? Yay, I've had a pint. <laughs> you know, he, he gets so nervous and, uh, when he's had a pint. Have you actually had a pint? Blood. I've, I've had, had a pint, pint. that's all I've had a pint. Right. And now you've just divulged that. You are hearing the voice of Flying Brian. It's Brian McManus. Would you say Flying Brian? Yeah. I'll take that, that's all right. Yeah. Surely Frying would be... Frying would, frying would work. Are you, trying, call, are, you trying. Call, are you calling Brian fat? I'm saying is this because we were talking about diet beforehand, about personal training and about looking after yourself, and, that, it, and then you called him Frying Brian Cato esque, which is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. If you <laughs> listen to Alas McCaffrey, um, it's yeah, hilarious. Check out Tier Three CSC. Uh, you also just heard the voice of the bastard of the podcast, it's Ian Dugan. Good evening. You Good evening. Have, Where are we at? It's like T minus how many days to the Cynic Wars? I can't stop thinking about the Cynic Wars. Um, there's, the Cynic Wars are taking place on thir- on Sunday, on Saturday, sorry, recording on Saturday. They'll be available the week later because I have to edit it and Jesus Christ, what a job that there's is. You should sell editing. tickets. I would actually buy a ticket to come on. Uh, it's brother versus brother. Um, it's the immovable object versus the other one. <laughs> <laughs> and Alan. Uh, yeah, and Alan. Um, Stuart, the deal breaker. Alan the deal breaker, Edgar. Yeah, Alan the deal. That's not bad. That's all right, uh, welcome the to the night. Breaker. He's going to break one of the Duggins. So. Hopefully. Unless it's brothers tag. I know. Well, that, that, this is it. All sorts of this dynamics. Is this all sorts of But I've still not been introduced like the man introduced me. I did. Oh, did you? Yes. He called you a bastard. <laughs> 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 no, 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 the bastard. I was, gonna, I was making a Game of Thrones reference because you're Why? a geek. You, you, yeah, you should have yeah, yeah. said, I'm a bastard. You absolute bastard. Have you seen Sean Bean two minutes of him saying bastard? Yeah, we all it's have. Brilliant. It's not it's, it's not it's not two thousand and fifteen. It's good um, content. So if you uh, we were talking there about the Sonic Wars, uh we've got some press conference stuff that we had today that we're gonna click. Can I just say this, Jesus Christ? And I said this to Christopher Brown. No, this is this is my shtick, right? <laughs> um Edward did the press conference today and I'd just like to commend the excellent translation of Edward. Edward spoke in French. The translator then took the words he said uh, from French and spoke them back in English. But he, he took the words literally. Yes, it was, literal... it was a literal translation. And I think in this day and age... I'm supposed to make it up, you know. Yeah, exactly. You can't take that for granted. So well done, Celtic. Well done, Edward. Um, thank you. And well done to his translator. Well done to his translator. Slash interpret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well done to head of PR at Celtic, probably yeah. as well. well done. Just, just... Oh, the whole PR team at Celtic. Rebels all round. Um... What, so if you're hearing press conference, if you're hearing uh, the Cynic Wars, um, also we'll kind of maybe reference a couple other co- uh, podcasts that we do. Um, it's because half, the what, what, what are these podcasts? What are, what are these podcasts? Where can I hear those? Where can I hear? This is the the voice of Chris Bowd. He's he's the he's confused. He's the guy who's not listening to we demand answers. Patreon.com slash ninety minutes cynic. <laughs> um, you can sign on. We do. Almost daily podcasts. We had a podcast every single day in January. We're probably going to have a podcast every single day in February. But constant updates. Um, you get bang for your buck. Half time during games. I know that was new. That was exciting. Yeah, we it started was fantastic. Out. I don't know what it was. That was probably rubbish. <laughs> but it was. It was. It was new. It was new. We're yep. trying all th- things all the time, and if they don't work out, then you know, so be it. Uh, but heads will roll, but you know, <laughs> heads will bowl. Um, so yeah, patreon.com slash minute cynic if you want the added extras. Anyway, so let's start news. Uh, firstly, on a genuinely somber note, um, Jackie McNamara, um, one of our heroes from uh, the Seville run and of you know even pre that Tom, under Tommy Burns, yep. stopped the ten. Um, a fantastic fullback, then a fantastic uh, inside right midfielder, then a fantastic defensive midfielder, then a, def- a fantastic left back, played left back against Barcelona. Um, utility, I think. Utility, yeah. um, but with quality. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Jackie's in hospital. Um, he is obviously, I think we all can see from social media that he's um, had some, he's, he's got an illness, he's got a bleeding on the brain. Um, we just want to say we love Jackie McNamara. Um, our thoughts are with him and his family and... Um, you know, I think we'd all agree with that. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Fantastic. What a guy. Uh, okay. Um, we don't usually start talking about anyone other than Celtic. I mean, we mainly just focus on Celtic. We always have since we started. That was kind of our kind of bottom line. 
but we kind of have to talk about the statement the Rangers released yesterday. Um, Brian, can I cu- couple of words on it? A couple of words? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, like a sentence? Shit pile? A sen- uh, that would be two words. Um, Dog shit. <laughs> also too you know, funnily enough, one of the... There was obviously loads of interaction on um, WhatsApp and texting and stuff last night about it. Um, but gobsmacked, I think, is something I used. Is that one word or two words? I don't know. I think, I think it's, it's one word. word. Is it? Yeah. You so you've got another. It? Right. You've got um, another. Ut- utterly gobsmacked. <laughs> there we um, go. I used that a few times because it is, uh, there's no way to describe that statement, the, the, the tone of the statement, the language they used. Yeah. Um, I mean, the I mean, language was... Yeah, but even stuff like referring to Morelos as a young immigrant, um, even that whole tone, the ending of the statement. um, But, you know, Rangers try to take the moral high ground is beyond irony as well. But it's um, they seem to have latched on to the fact a 12-year-old has um, been charged, not been found guilty or convicted or anything like that, um, been charged. And someone at Ibrox has authorised or approved this to be released. And um, I think it was sort of Kim Kardashian-esque levels of breaking the internet. Go. Cool. I, oh, I don't even know where, where to start. Like When your PR department becomes the story, uh, sack your PR department. Uh, this is Bannon-esque. This is Breitbart. This is Trump. This is... Inflame the core, fuck the rest. This is fake news. Anything you want to throw, everything that's been wrong with the media for the past five years, Trainer is perpetrating in front of his eyes. And frankly, our club is becoming collateral damage um, because of that. I thought the statement was disgusting. Um, the, the vitriol, the, ah, we knew, we knew they were going to get it. <laughs> finally, them. They finally them. found the child. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what? I, I'm not even going to go there, right? But I do hope that the offer of the, you know, the the Rangers course. racism course. Did the three thousand fans that were banned from two away games have they all been through the course? What did they think of the course? Have they changed the course since? Do, do you know what I mean? It just fucking beggars belief. And 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 actually, the core narrative around this has been around deflecting from Morelos's own indiscretions in his personal life, right? That's what this narrative has been about. And and to say, poor immigrant Morelos with a heavily pregnant wife and it's caused her a lot of stress. Do you know what? <laughs> Morelos's dick has gone his wife on a lot of stress. Allegedly. Well, <laughs> do you know? That, Allegedly. That, that's, that's the reality of this story. And to turn around and completely ignore all of the false translation all of them trying to recapture it and just being like, ah, we told you this is why we were staying shut up. You were staying shut up because you didn't have a fucking clue what to say. Chris Hyde. Yeah. Uh, Brian. <laughs> Breathe. Mentioned, uh, breaking the internet and Kim Kardashian and he certainly did make a giant arse out of this. <laughs> but very it good. Was, very good. Um, I, I think it's important as well We because we've not really said, obviously, Racism is horrendous. It's horrible. It's it horrible. Called out. Yeah, we yeah called out, and I don't think that's the point, and that's where. But they've, they've deflected away from the the main point, which is you know actually racism. But I don't know if that oh, is that's what Rangers. Should, yeah, yeah, that's I mean, not. Uh, there, yeah. Racism should absolutely be called out. Hundred percent. We've called it out, and if if Morelos is being targeted um, by racist abuse by find, anyone, let's find them. Let's yep, yeah, absolutely should be banned. Everything, but then again. Allegedly, this is a 12-year-old boy um, who we have not actually found out if he's a Celtic fan or Rangers fan yet, but we'll just put that out there. Um, and the, the, the narrative... Were, they do seem to have been kept abreast of the, of the, of the police investigation. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so just but I think it, it can't take away from... This is also the week that Craig White's book's coming out. Yeah. Squirrel, yeah. look! A squirrel! Yesterday we had the Rangers chairman allegedly being... Held at gunpoint. Um, we then had a twelve-year-old charged with racism. We then have this bizarre statement. Um, but again, they've created this narrative that on Morelos, the week that Craig White's going to yeah. say we were con- the Rangers were controlling the media. But they've created <laughs> this know. narrow narrative that that Morelos is a target of racist abuse, and they, they seem to be building this up that it's constant. We kind of get away for the fact that Morelos gets abused because he's a prick on the pitch. 
And that's just what happens with these types of players. It's similar to why people hate Scott Brown because they're just an annoyance on the pitch. And that's, you don't really care what he does off the pitch and stuff like that. But it might, 99.9% of the abuse Morelos gets is because of what he does on a football pitch, not because of where he's from. Or there is a racism problem in Scotland though. Yeah, yeah but you football. need to remember though, that's just, not, yeah, but that's just not, from arseholes who happen to support a particular football club. I, yeah, that. I get that. I'm not deflecting from that, but I don't think... There are clubs in this country, and I'm not going to name the clubs, but there are clubs in this country where racism is shouted from the rooftops. There are clubs There's in this clubs country been... who've, had, who've had two bans for yeah. racist abuse yeah. in Europe this season. Yeah, so... Mm. But not to name the club. At the same <laughs> yeah, time, we can name the they club, are yeah. really trying <laughs> to just... here to defend themselves. ...create a, <laughs> create a, a, a sort of... And that's another thing, Jesus. I just, <laughs> we'll, we'll finish. Uh, Graham Spears tweeted... Um, Rangers um, statement came up Spears, Graham Spears tweeted how desperate must Jim Trainer be to be producing this rit- okay sorry let me start that again how desperate must Jim Trainer be to produce this waffling resentment on the fate of a 12 year old boy and believe me it is Jim from the tortured syntax and sheer ineptitude with punctuation about <laughs> dominates him it absolutely does and this is the they're bad actors we know frankly Jim Trainer's attitude to racism isn't going to be fantastic. I'm not going to publicly state on a recorded podcast that he is definitely a racist, but um, you're I also think, not going to say that he's a chair sniffer. Well, you're not going to do that. I, I could do. I might put my my neck on the line, and he can take me to court about the chair sniffing. Alleg- um, allegedly, he's got allegedly going to do that. Allegedly, for ninety minutes, I think. But for me, one hundred percent, he sniffs chairs. Um, Jim Trainer, however. The, fa- like the, the false translation so he's essentially trying to weaponize uh, racism uh, he's doing it in a false manner and he's throwing a young immigrant as he calls him a black player under the bus whilst doing it so for me um gym trainer has issues and gym trainer possibly should attend the same course he's talking about <laughs> like a, but uh, why like a, why have rangers let the whole translation thing go. They've literally had the that, player who has uh, been wronged, absolutely wronged, and well, Celtic they wronged Romans, him. Yeah, Rangers was, wronged him. We know that. Party. Everybody but knows that. But, that. but that's yeah. 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 So why are they not? That is a massive issue that Celtic are calling Sky out on. Celtic, Celtic are, are terrific. What a, what a bunch of yeah. boys, by the they've way. What a PR team they've got. Oh, um, but Celtic are even calling for Morelos to get an apology, which rightly so. He's the guy that's actually been wronged here. Um, and Rangers are absolutely silent on it. Where that is the bigger issue, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, ben the Tim at Ben the Tim on Twitter. Just this morning, I saw him retweet a old article from Jim <laughs> Trainer from like two thousand and eight. And it basically way. said something along the lines of uh, talking about racism in Scotland and how it's not that bad. And if you don't like Scotland for what it is, leave. It literally says, go, Which is a get out. A and that's one of the things he called out, saying yeah, that... Yeah, exactly. Uh, so if you, can't, a, if you can't stand the heat and glass, that was one of the... Oh yeah. God. He's also the guy that said Rangers were a new club and then actually said, why is everybody saying Rangers are a new club when he was employed by Rangers? Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Ben the Tim is also Welsh, so... Terrific. Is it? Good. Happy yeah, with that. Go. We embrace all people. So yes. Good, good. Welsh people. My wife's English. That's enough. I'm a uh, New Zealander. Oh, you're a New Zealander. That's true. Yeah. Really? Nah, I was born in New Zealand. Oh, I oh. have a Maori tattoo. Oh. That's cultural appropriation. Yeah. It's not <laughs> a Maori. <laughs> um, finishing our news segment. Um, the man, the myth, the legend. French Eddie. I thought you were going to say Craig White. I thought you were going to say Craig White. Nah, we'll, 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 we'll get to Agent White later on. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get Can to we come back to that? Because it's the funniest thing. Um... French Edward, Edward, Odson Edward, uh, got played of the month. Uh, here's what Neil Lennon had. Yeah, my c- Bowd's oh. Cup. Oh, fuck, I gave Bowd a cup. Yeah, I gave Bowd, Bowd is currently cup. putting his lips towards Odson Edward. Mm. Who wouldn't? Um, um, I'm jealous. the same version of this cup, but it's Scott Brown, which might surprise some people. Yeah, because you threw him under <laughs> that bus that time. Um, here's what Neil Lennon had to say about Odson Edward, um, just his performances of late. Oh, he's super talented. You know, he's up there. You know, he could play a Premier League, he could play in the Champions League. You know, no no question of the form that he's in. And at 22, he's got it all in front of him, you know, so I just hope he keeps getting better and better with us. He's quite laid back, you know, in general. He's, I wouldn't say difficult to get to know, he's just shy and quiet and sort of reserved. But, um, you know, he does his talking to his football. Players love him. Coaches love him, obviously. 
you know, and the fans love him, so he's in a very good place. I think he's happy here. He's really enjoying what he's doing, and I think he's having his best season so far here, for sure. So that was Neil Lennon's thoughts on Otten Edward Bowd. Deserved play of the month. Absolutely right, yeah. Played of the year already, frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, um, McGregor's fantastic, but I, I think Eddie's just so beyond anything um, this season, I think. It's Scott Brown for the rest of us, so that's a shady, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but no, he's, he's fantastic, and his, run of, his form recently has been utterly ridiculous. What's, what's your favourite thing about him in terms of how he plays football? Do you like the you know how he drops deep? Do you like his touch? Do you like the, the way he strikes the ball? What's... Add something to the, the team dynamic that will come deep, but I think um, he t- he, Lennon touched upon him um, being kind of shy and that. It links into what we've heard about him uh, when he was younger and PSG wanting him to have more of an ego. Um, he, he's, I mean, he's fantastic at scoring goals, but he is not afraid to create. If he sees an opportunity, if he sees someone's got a better chance of scoring, he'll take it. And I think that's fantastic. Um, and he does, you don't want to describe him like Larson, but he's Larson-esque in that he doesn't just score goals. He does other bits. He mm. does other work. Um, who do you think is a better player, um, Odson Edward or Willie Faulkner? <laughs> that is actually a tough one because I used to see Willie Faulkner quite a lot, and I always used to think that's Willie Faulkner. So it's a tough one for you personally, <laughs> <laughs> just you personally, absolutely. Yeah. No, how how good is Eddie? He's um... <laughs> we really are running out of superlatives, aren't we? Like, yeah, we just... you know he is. He's like a complete footballer. He, he's brilliant to watch, and Bowd absolutely hit the nail on the head there. Where. He um he's so unselfish, and you know you you get centre forwards, and you want a centre forward to be selfish and take a chance, um. But the 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 way he creates things for his teammates is is fantastic, and he's also and I know we're going to come on to Clyde and players and stuff, but he's also the embodiment of why you shouldn't immediately judge a player. Yeah, um, um, that's a good point because we all come to that. But I'm going to bring in Ian Dugan, and I'm going to say to him, um, Motherwell nil, Celtic four. Odson Edward, unplayable. He, he was he was in, incredible, and I think as as every game goes past, and and I know Sermani was toying with this suggestion. I don't. I think it's unquestionable. I think Edward is our best striker since Larson, and I think if you look at the age that Edward's <laughs> at, I think he has the potential to to potentially surpass Larson in his career um, and and go to a level potentially we haven't seen be right up there with Van Dyke. I just think that he has way more to go in terms of this and if you think what he's looking like just now you look at what Van Dyke looks like with 10 Liverpool 10 world class players around him what's he going to be like with ten absolute world class players around him, it, it's it's going to be incredible. And He'll probably end up at Manu, so he won't have ten world class <laughs> players around him. He wouldn't. He wouldn't I be stupid. Not, I hope that's not going to be the case. Um, what I'd say about Edward is, um, you know, if you listen to the press gang, he seems happy, and I know you know you, you can say that about any player just before they leave any club, but you know he does seem happy. He does seem content. He's still in a situation where you know the two such. Situ- the two kind of moves he had on loan at PSG didn't really work out for him, so there is still probably a question mark in France over what level he can play at, even though he's played, you know, fantastically well for us in Europe because that's just how it works. However, I don't think he's in a particular rush to leave. No, I think... I think and I think he's going to be here next You keep saying yeah, that. Season. Yeah, you need to be careful so are you, I don't want you to be disappointed, but equally... Celtic are going to have to think about, yes, you know, Christian's quite right. You know, this is his, this is the time when he signs a new contract or he goes. Well, so say he doesn't sign a new contract. Say you actually say, Eddie, do you know what? We're going to let it run down to 12 months, right? Now, that might mean that instead of getting £50 million this summer, we get twenty million pounds next summer. I you would take. What? I would take that. We paid mm. nine for him. I'd. Yeah. I'd rather have him to go and win. Yeah. Try and win the ten, than have thirty million pounds in the bank doing nothing. Yeah, we, double his wages, and we name the stadium after him. Yes. <laughs> and that's how it goes. Jesus, yeah. Odson Edward Park. 
Oh, the Odds and Edwards, Edwards Stadium is better than Odds and Edwards Park. Well, sounds like it's around the corner from fucking Govan Hill. I didn't name the like, stadium, that's what it's called. What about the, the Eddie had? <clears throat> oh. No. no. That was okay. I thought that was all right. The Edward Dome. What about the Olymp- Olympistad Edion? <laughs> <laughs> And is it, what is it, uh, East German hijacker? That's, <laughs> Which Dortmund's real, is it West Half? <clears throat> we can't get Eddie in there, can't, nah, it doesn't matter. Dortmund's with the Westfalen, Westfalen. Uh, Motherwell nil, Celtic 4, um, Edward unplayable, um, at points it looked like he was on such a different level, it looked like a, a player in, you know that player in school who's just so much better than everyone else that... That was There's mean. no even yeah. That's it. Mean Brian didn't see that player because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Unless someone had a line to mirror in front of you. Yeah, aye, good. Yeah, good um, absolutely terrible. Edward scored. Um, then a uh, Griff scored. Then yep. McGregor scored. Oofed. And then <clears throat> Edward scored a magnifique free kick. Uh, the Motherwell game overall was interesting for a, a number of reasons. Brian, what did you make of it? Um, it was great. It, again, and it's, it's a weird one because I think regardless of the game or the opposition just now, I'm apprehensive going into it just because of everything that's happening around this season. Is that for the, going to be the way for the rest of the season? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even Clyde and Sunday, for, for again, a whole host of reasons, nervous going into it. Motherwell away, midweek, tricky tie, um, but came through it with flying colours in the second half we were just unbelievable McGregor's goal was incredible not just because he's finished but the build up play um, it, it, everything about it was great even Roger came on um, it, was, it was just great um, I can't actually describe it much more than just being pure magic <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I like the Motherwell strip that whole it's, I like the Motherwell strip 3-5-2 <laughs> <laughs> Three five two about did it work for you? I mean, it, what we got the results, of course it did. But my point is, um, even though it's good from a top half of the stadium, uh, top half of the pitch point of view, kind of lost that wee bit in the middle. Uh, some sloppiness. Some yeah, three. I think three five two can work for us, but <clears throat> the defenders aren't quite used to it yet. Um, it also then means that two of our best players, in James Forrest and Ellen Yusey, don't fit into that. It doesn't matter. I love James Forrest. Um, some people will say form's been a bit up and down this season, or some people will say worse than that, but he doesn't work in a 3-5-2. But he is, he's important. He scores important goals. He puts in important performances. Um, but absolutely, I think um, it gives Eddie... the. the Griff being there, it gives him a little bit of freedom. It works quite well. Uh, and Griff's actually been doing quite well. Um, Griff was terrific. He was good. I think it was his best. Um, well, Eddie was heady. Eddie was heady. Yeah, but Griff, I mean, I, I think that was his best performance. You see, for what for players it? running through your head right now. That's what I get. What do you call that again? Hangs. Frown didn't frown. Frown didn't frown. Yep, yeah, it's rhyming. Rapping. No, you put like a word before and they start the same. The same letter, what's that? Alliteration. That's the thing. Dictation, yeah. corporation, how many buses are in the station, for example? What? Is that another hymn? I don't know. Do you know that one? I've never heard that. Dict- dictation, just... corporation, how many buses are in the station? That's not alliteration. That's, that's a thing. thing. But why would you use that? Where do you remember that from? D- no Dic- idea. Dictation? What? Dic- Fuck Dic- up, dog you know. shit, you are not <laughs> <laughs> right, Come on, where, where are we going? Uh, walk with me, <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> Five Ian, Griff was magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was magnificent, and it's given me time to work out. It's probably his best game for fifteen months. There we go. Fifteen months, um, yeah. and 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 McGregor was fantastic as well. Um, I think on the, I think it's coming down to, we have two systems that work. We have two systems that aren't going... Both systems don't accommodate all players. So I think... And we'll probably get on to it when we talk about the game tomorrow. You, you lose some utility going back to the four-five-one, but you gain having the wingers back and particularly having Moy in and, and Forrest in a position that he's comfortable with. The reality is, if Frimpong is fit, Forrest doesn't play when we play 3-5-2. Well, you would hope. You would... <laughs> You would assume. 
I don't know. Would you put him in at ten? Or I, I don't think I, I he's just not a right wing. Well, but but does we know that Lennon has players that he likes? Would he just would he just stick with Forrest in that situation? I think we could all agree Frimpong would be better in a yeah. 5 two. Frimpong, yeah. Frimpong is back in training on Thursday. He's got over his bump, but they've not they've not brought him back yet. He's back on Thursday, so I'd imagine he'll miss Aberdeen. I wonder if they'll rush him back for the Copenhagen, Copenhagen game. Yeah. But that also depends on how we line up. Sorry, Brian, you were going to say no, something. We were obviously chatting about this on Sunday where Lennon has a formation. If he wants to play three five two, great. But can you trust Lennon to put the best player for that formation in there? Like I, I agree, Frimpong would be your right hand, uh, the guy on the right-hand side. I think Lennon would play Forrest. Um, because right he prefers <laughs> he prefers Forrest, but that isn't necessarily the best fit for that formation. I did note like there was a point, and and we're talking about sort of sloppiness and and bits in that Motherwell game where it could have got away from us. I thought um, Aaron's the the player from Newcastle that Motherwell have gotten in. Loan. Yeah. I thought he did okay. I think he'll I think he'll fade into obscurity now. But there was He's the, had his moment in the sun. The point at which they swapped his wing and had him against Forrest, I was slightly nervous about that because Forrest is not. Yeah, it's something we we covered it, and you know I don't want to bleat on too much about the Patreon, but we, the analysis we broke down in detail um, the last four games, and that's something we talked about the fact that when they switched the wings with Aaron's Forrest had really he had no chance because he's not yeah. he's not a, he's, he's not, not a not fullback, yeah. um, and as soon as that, um, you know the drop of the shoulder. Forrest doesn't track back, his positioning's wrong, and therefore he's beat. Yeah. It's and not you his fault. In fact, I'm, I'm sure you were saying it in the analysis, you can't hold that against Forrest. No, no, it's not, not his position. But, but, but you've got the same problem with Taylor as well, where he doesn't really have a trick. He doesn't have that extra burst of pace to beat a, to beat a player. And so by definition, you kind of come to, well, he's probably not a left wing back. He's yep. perhaps a better left back than Bolongoli. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone I, I, I actually... Mm-hmm. Who? Taylor? Taylor. No. And a, and a four, back, but not. Well, I think oh. I think as a defend pure purely defensively, I think he's a better left back. I don't I think Bolongoli th- gives you a lot more going forward. I, I think on the on the uh, if you look at them take away who's a better defender, who's a better attacker, as just a player, I just think Bolongoli's better overall. I don't think it matters. Yeah. You know, who, who's the best player to play left back for Celtic? It's Bolongoli. Who's the best player to play left wing back for Celtic? It's Bolongoli. I don't, actually, I don't. I'm actually really. I the, the thing again. We'll get on the hearts, but the thing that really would lead me towards three five two. I really want to see Bolingoli playing left wing back because actually, I think what we saw against Motherwell. I would argue Bolingoli can be more effective than Taylor in that. Um, Motherwell it's an upgrade. Motherwell wise, um, McGregor scored. You know, Edward scores a magnificent free kick. Um, he should just be on free kick duty from from now on. Well, I think I think it's yeah. particular free kicks, and actually the other thing that three five two gives you is that you've got two players who can hit a dead ball. Griffiths delivery, Griffiths delivery is excellent. I mean, yeah. cry, I mean, Ryan Christie, it's it's not it's just not the same when Griff isn't on the pitch. Yeah, um, I mean, we're at a kind of point where we've got a lot of really good players and a lot who, in my opinion, need to be playing in specific positions to get the best out of them. And so it's like a puzzle, putting a puzzle together. It's a, we get a long, we get a lot of tough games coming up. We've got a lot of varying degrees of opponents. We went from Motherwell at Fur Park, which is a huge game, to Clyde away in the Scottish Cup, which is a yeah. tricky game. Uh, how do you think we handled Clyde on Sunday, Chris? Yeah, um, I mean, the conditions were horrendous. Um Forgetting about the plastic pitch, just the, the wind and the rain. Um, you've seen them when they were taking dead ball situations, the ball would be moving. Yeah, that's what I said. I think you've got to be delighted with it. I think, again, we've kind of talked about Lennon there and is he putting the right players in the right position. I think, first of all, we've had a lot of matches and a lot of injuries, so you've got to hand it to him that he's kind of managed that pretty well, even though you might not agree with all of the selections he's made. And the other thing he's done at the weekend there is give rests to some very important players and we've still went there and we've done a job. So, yeah, a, a, applause to, to Lennon and I think the team did a job, gave the fans a decent amount of goals. I think you're happy with it. Uh, Chris Sutton kept saying on the commentary, we're playing with the wind behind us when in fact we were shooting into the wind <laughs> every time we hit a shot in any way it would come back and go yeah. behind us. But Sutton was like, Celtic are doing well, they're playing into the wind. Shut up. Yeah. Although I, I mean, Forrest I do love Chris. Really well. Forrest, there was a couple a of times where Forrest 
literally judged the wind so well that it moved the ball exactly where he wanted it to be. Uh, Welsh was cup tied. Um, so he didn't. He didn't play. He, he played for Morton uh, against St Johnston in the other round. So he couldn't play. He was cup tied. Um, Klamala. Mm-hmm. Kilmala or Klamala? Kilma- Kilmala. Depends which. An old, yeah. an old Kilmala jail. <laughs> I hear <laughs> someone stop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to go on. No. Uh, what did you make? So this brings back to what we we're talking about earlier. Um, and, and to, let's just finish our kind of thoughts on the Clyde game. It was a game we just needed to get through, Brian. Absolutely, because it, and obviously all the build up was to the last Clyde game, which stunned me. Was fourteen years ago, and that's incredibly scary. Yeah. But Do you know where I was when that game was? New Zealand, Fiji. <laughs> oh Jesus! I was in yeah. Fiji. I didn't find out what had happened till like thirty six hours later because I didn't have the internet, and I was like, "What the? Fuck? They don't have the internet in Fiji." Uh, it was like fourteen years, years ago. ago yeah. So we like are, you were kind of like in a we were on we were on an island, and yeah. it genuinely didn't have the internet, so we got back. Yeah, no smartphones. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. you, you just went. No, we didn't. So, um, go on. Uh, it was a game on, you, just, <laughs> you just you wow. just wanted to get you just wanted dick, to get dick the game head. Out of the way. <laughs> yeah, dick, dick, dickhead. Um, aye, <laughs> the game you just wanted to get done. Um, there was, as, as I said, apprehension before it for a whole host of reasons. But it was a really professional performance. Good to see some players. Good to see some players coming on later on. Um, Good to see El Unice back. El, I thought El Unice and Bolly were absolutely tremendous. El Unice in particular um, just really showed how how a good a good a player he is, and him and Bolly have a really good understanding. Yeah. Um, but overall, it was it was great. I think we should just get the it's Clyde, so you're judging it against what it is out of the way. We lost them fourteen years ago. I'm led to believe that's a good yeah. point with Roy Keane. Roy Keane playing, not, not that far off being a you know. Manu player. Man it was, team, we, 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 cut, we got, he came out of his contract to come yep. play for us. He, they were like, Manu were like, oh, you've got a contract. And he's like, I shove it up your barracks. Up the Celtic. Oh, <laughs> someone was going to say something else. We were all thinking it. Yeah. We were all, we were all thinking it. Ian, um, so, Bauer. <laughs> Christ, he's crappy. What a, what a I thought he did as <sighs> He's crap. He's <laughs> and, 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 and he did well for the goal. I, I, think, the goal. I think, yeah, the, the, it was a good cross for the, um, good ball in for the goal. Um, <sighs> you know, again, Adamant, it comes down to the best crosser the... at the club. Is that? Kieran's adamant he's the best crosser we've got. That's why Kieran's not on the podcast. Yeah. What? Bower. Pretty much. Fucking shit. Maybe I, it's of the... I, I still think at, at the point when we yeah. brought Bauer in, it made sense. He will go at the end of the season with their good wishes back to Stoke. I will. No... I will give him bad wishes. Yeah, I think. I think. And and with with the wind blowing like that, it's never going to be an easy game. And he had. A, he certainly had a couple where he was sort of yeah. Ju- yeah. judging yeah. judging the wind. Considering where we were last season, Bauer is for choice right back. I'll take, but yeah, he's yeah. not. Yeah, he's not anything. Yeah, he's he better than know. Anthony Ralston. So we saw, obviously against Clyde, we saw Elianusi came back, uh, Bolly came back into the frame. Uh, Ryan Christie started uh, for the first time s- since he's came back. All good, all good, all positive. Uh, you know, we, we were kind of joking and stuff, but, you know, these, these games are really tough when it comes to yeah. going away, Scottish Cup, the weather conditions poor. You never know what's going to happen. You have to be turned on. Scott Brown was great, scored a really good goal. Yep. Um how did Clyde have a better plastic pitch than Kilmarnock? That's something I was wondering it's as well. Like, like, it seems to be a fairly decent surface. I have no idea. Um, anyway, we started with Klamala up front. Now, Chris Armani on the Reaction podcast on the Patreon, patreon.com slash netminacynic, was saying at the halftime huddle, yeah, basically said that Klamala needs to stay on for the 90 minutes to get, you know, the opportunity to get, you know, you know, time and, you know, I fully agreed. He comes off for for Bio, um, and Bio scores. I like to think that if Klamala had stayed on, he would have scored because it, you know the last sort of yeah. ten minutes the game was Starts really stretched. Yeah. It was opening up, and you know Bio missed a couple. Of, 
But yeah. you might be shy. I think you lads, lads here. Bowed, I think you're being bowed, a bit harsh. Bowed, so bowed, I think you're. I think you were harsh on both of them actually. So Klamala, I felt had a decent game. I thought he had a decent game. Score. Yeah. His assist for Scott Brown's goal was outstanding. The corner comes in. He does the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just did I mean, an action yeah, there for a, a podcast. Big, just fell back. I did. A, I, Is that counted as an assist? It was what, on the back? Sky Sports app. It was kind of Sky Sports, yeah, they're great at translating data into <laughs> reality. And they're banned. Um, but I'm I think banned. Klamala looked decent. Again, it's one of those, we'll, we'll need to see him against better opposition and more. more All we were really saying about Klamala is, you know, one-on-one in your first start against a lower league opposition, you'd like to at least hit the target. He didn't yeah. even hit the target. He did hit the target. He didn't hit the goalkeeper's hand. Yeah, the keep, but the it was keeper, on target. The keeper, keeper does, does well. well. I don't think. I thought the keeper did great. Michael Esk. Yeah, I, I don't. That's come on. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think he did poorly with the finish. Maybe the touch, which seemed okay. Maybe he could have. If he hadn't had it so far, he would have been in a better position to shoot against the keeper. But I think that's margins. That's just tiny yeah. margins that you're talking about. I think Clamalla will be fine. My only, my only worry with him is he won't get enough game time to actually really yeah, stretch I, his legs out. And I th- do you know? To some extent, his bios, 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 you're going to be able to judge either of them until yeah. they have a run of a, a few games. And when are those games going to come? Well, they, may, they may yeah. won't this they won't. season. But again, this is all. We're saying, saying, saying that as if Griffiths and Eddie aren't going to get injured or anything They're else. They're not. Oh, wow. Hopefully. So. But that's long-term planning, and then maybe that's what it is. Klamala and I think Bayo, though, he's, what was it, last January we bought him? Yeah, he's, him last, he's been here for a year yeah. and he's played 13 games. The other thing is, see when... But what's he scored, like four or five goals? It's like three. Well, and then the two... Well, two, 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 two hard ones. Two ones, ones. Yeah. He was good in that but game. Come on, they were his goals. Aye, absolutely. The other thing goals. is, see when we've won the league <laughs> one <laughs> game after the split, that's when they'll get their games. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. yeah. Um, and when we're on in the UEFA Cup, when we're in the Europa League semi-final and we've got a game and we've already won the league and you need to, you know, Yep. Put a team out at Tynecastle, no problem. Yep. Come Alan, and they'll score four goals each. It'll wow. be it'll be eight 0 at half time. Yep. The thing is, I think <laughs> when you watch both of them, I mean, watching Clamalla, you can see he's he's fast. He makes good runs, a um, couple of good touches. Bio, there's just something about Bio that I'm not convinced by yet because he doesn't. He reminds me of Mido Baldy. In he's that not, way, he seems a bit unconventional. I I think the thing about you know the first chance that. Bio had in that game against Clyde, he takes it and it's just touch is terrible. Yeah, and he doesn't really know where the goal is. Um, the second one where he beats the guy and then he just hit, he hits on the side net. And listen, what we all want him to be good, and yeah. we're not we're not saying he is shite. What we're saying is he might be shite. So that's I, I, I not that's not saying he is shite. Someone was asking yeah. why why didn't he go out on on loan? I think the reality is. If Lennon wants to play three five two more than fifty percent of the time, then we need four fit strikers. And 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 Afalabi went out on loan, so by definition, but, but you're you're going to get one striker who's probably not going to make the bench because we're not going to have two strikers on the bench. We're just not. Well, so I mean, if Frimpong comes, Frimpong's going to come back into reckoning. Um, yeah. he'll be he'll he'll need a place on the bench. Mm-hmm. You know, you oh, start El-Ham- start yeah. start El Hamed as yeah. well. Um, in fact, El Hamed. Okay, so the Clyde game's done. We've got St. Johnston in the next round. We'll kind of focus on that near the time. Um, but it's a good draw. Yeah, it's a great draw out of the ones we could have got. Um, I, mean, I think you're all convinced we're getting an away game anyway because that's just how it happens with Celtic in the Cup. Um, but aye, St. Johnston, good, good hunting ground for us. Yeah. Good do you think they uh, make the Celtic ball warm <laughs> or do they keep it in the fridge? Yeah, I think Celtic's probably the cold one. The cold ball, right. Just, yeah. um, so... In terms of, let, let's focus on the Hearts game. This is what Neil Lennon had to say in regards to players available. We've got a few players back, you know, Hatsam and, and Nier are back in training and obviously Moy and, and Ryan got a, a run out at the weekend. So, you know, for Hatsam and Nier, tomorrow might be too early, but the, the rest of the squad's fine in terms of, you know, there's no new fresh injuries from the weekend. Getting them back at any time is a good time, you know, but obviously with the... The influx of games coming up, then it's it's great to have them all back. So uh, good to hear that uh, 
Elhamed and Near Biton are coming back into the fold. It's a Biton or Biton? Biton. Curious. I don't know. Um, beat off. Yeah, that's what I say. Uh, Hearts are a club that are a bit Jekyll and Hyde. Obviously, they beat Rangers a couple of weeks ago, and then they get stonked off Kilmarnock. Um, how are you feeling coming at this one, Chris? I think tomorrow there'll be no place to hide for Hearts. <laughs> um, so does that mean good? That Jekyll? Really I good. don't know. How does it? Uh, <laughs> you said Jekyll and Hyde. Said, oh, okay, good. Yep. Hide. Keep you're, up. You're yeah. too smart for me. We need to be getting the hearts and minds prepared yeah, for that. That's nope. disgusting. Wrong podcast, pal. <laughs> that's <laughs> hand and heart, you fucking yeah, see. We just dropped this down Bowed. to the gutter. Can you shut Celtic? it? Celtic? Aye. Uh, what was your actual question? <laughs> <laughs> how you feel? How are you feeling about hearts that get coming up? Are you worried? Ah, <clears throat> uh, no, no. I mean, hearts... Hearts are hearts. It's, uh, <laughs> Great insight. <laughs> hearts are a heart of Midlothian. Uh, uh, we'll pump. <laughs> um, I think uh, when it comes to the formation, I think the fact that Elhamid uh, isn't ready yet, Frimpong isn't ready yet. Does Elhamid go straight into your team if he's ready, if we're playing a 3-5-2? Not if we're playing a 3-5. Maybe right centre back. Really? Right I, centre I would, back. Yeah, I think he does go in at right centre back. I think the three would work better uh, with. Oh, I, he played. I, I, he probably, played in the back three against um, Lazio. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Home and he was yeah. excellent. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I probably would. Although punt Jozo into the sun. I've half decided Welsh is the greatest player in our squad right now. So we'll, we'll wait and see how that works. He, out. he looks a terrific talent, but you know, Elhamid. Yeah, yeah. But then I mean, you've got the option of drop Nair. Because he's not been great recently. He's not been bad enough to drop. Yeah, you're not dropping them. Why use fucking people on? I know you don't like Christian Wolf, but don't take it out. Don't <laughs> I love take Christian it out. Um, but the point was, I think it'll be three five two, and that Bauer at right backs. Nah, and Ayer, you could push it right back. Right. So back if we now. play, uh, I'll get your kind of thoughts on. No, we'll let, we'll come to formation in a moment. So stick put a pin in that bout. Thoughts with Hearts. And um, so so the Stendhal's kind of. Had an impact. I think Lennon made a fair point in the press conference that they had a good window. I think Liam Boyce was a good signing for them. I think he'll score goals. So I think they will carry a threat. He is... Um, Stendhal's talking about bringing a, a team that's going to attack at Celtic Park. So, you know, I think Hart's situation in the league... You know, you don't you don't go into that game going, oh, we're, we're playing, you know, the, the, a bottom two team here. Yeah. You go... We're playing a home game against Hearts, and you and you set yourself up for that, um, and because you know you don't know which which team's going to turn up. I think we can all agree, though, we will expect Hearts to have a much better end to this season than they had at the start. Yeah, I, I can't we'll see them. See, they might not break top six, but they'll certainly be getting up there. I think I don't think they'll be in the relegation. <laughs> they were saying they were dreadful at Falkirk. I didn't see the game. It was a Falkirk fan, to be fair. Um, he was saying, oh, I hope we meet you in the championship next season. Like, so, But I, I can't see Hearts going down. You know, in November and December, they went on a five-match uh, losing streak. That was brought up. That was broken up by a draw with Aberdeen. Uh, then they came back to Airdrie in the Scottish Cup. They beat, they beat them 5-0. Then they drew 0-0 with Ross County away from home, which... For a club coming out, kind of coming out of a bad losing streak, isn't too bad. Then they beat Rangers. Then they drew three each with St Johnston, and then they obviously fell three two to Kilmarnock in their last league game. Brian, this really is. I know I was we were joking and stuff, but it's uh, you don't know who, what the Hearts team's going to turn up, do you? Really? No, not at all. And that's the thing. Like Stendhal obviously has a, a style he wants to implement, which will take time, considering they've gone from X and Polly Stendhal. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. He's um. I mean, what they had before in terms of being under Levine for so long, um, and then just, I mean, Hearts were an absolute mess. Um, Stendhal's come in, get rid of, I mean, getting rid of Berra was a huge call, um, and it's, it's going to take time for him to get them to play the way they want to play. I've seen some of them, and it's they, they look okay, but they are total Jekyll and Hyde, as someone said earlier on. Um, I did see him mention he's not bringing Suter back tomorrow, because he... I think he sees the game at the weekend as a as bigger, bigger game, game. which yeah. is right when you're down um, at the bottom, essentially fighting to stay up right now, then aye, I can totally see that. But I hope they come and attack because it's always good to see a team just open up at Celtic We Park. play better when teams attack. Yeah. Well. Um, Boyce is a good signing. I think he is a good signing. Yeah. Um, in fact, let's hear what uh, Neil Lennon had to say um, about Hearts. Well, I think they're a good window. You know, they brought in some good players, you know, 
with another young boy from his time in Ross County and you know, I know him as a young boy in Belfast, you know, he's a talented player. You know, Sibic looks like a good a good find as well. And obviously under Daniel there's gonna be a new style of play, new principles and yeah, I mean it'll be a test. I think he's a positive forward thinking manager and um I think the game may be open tomorrow. We we certainly will try and attack, that's for sure. Um and we'll be ready for whatever hearts trying to throw at us. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. And sometimes teams come out and have a go. Um so we'll see how it pans out. Um I'm really pleased with the form that we're in and um really pleased with the form of some of the individual players as well. So we just want to build momentum, you know, and, and keep it going. It's a home game. Obviously our home form has been superb this season. And um we're not taking any anything for granted just yet. So that's uh, Neil Lennon's uh, thoughts on Hearts pretty Good points in terms of the window, good points in terms of voice. He's participated quite a lot in this podcast tonight, Neil. Lennon. Neil, it's been ter- terrific yeah. to have you. Uh, question from Jamie at Jamie67 underscore. This is for Chris Bowd. With Ellie Unissi back and putting in a standout performance in his first game back, granted it was versus Clyde but looked very sharp, should we move back to the four-two-three-one? Most games to utilise him in the best we can. We need him to play versus Rangers and versus Copenhagen, and obviously Copenhagen is much sooner than Rangers. We wouldn't be confident with him. I wouldn't be confident as, as with him as a wing back. Thoughts on that, Bode? Is it a case of we're just going to play three five two for the rest of the season, or is it going to be <sighs> chop and change? Oh, I think we'll we'll probably chop and change. Um, I think absolutely right, Jamie. I wouldn't be playing him in a three five two as a wing back, um, but. He's the form he was on before he got injured was incredible. So, um, I think to have our strongest love in the park, it would is he our best player outside of McGregor and Edward? Uh, he could be probably not seen enough to say definitely, but looking at you, maybe forgetting how many goals he was scoring before, but uh, because I I genuinely he's 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 definitely up there, he's He's absolutely class. Um, Would you pay the would you pay would you? If Celtic were offered four, you pay forty million pound and you buy Illyunisi, would you do it? Yes or no? Three. Uh, yes. Ian. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. Forty million. I tend to agree. Do, are we allowed to get Fraser Forster? Can we do the two for twenty million? Two can we do a 20. deal here? Two I've been watching for... Antiques fucking road trip or something like that. Was on the day. Can um, we do a deal? We twenty million. I've got nothing million to do with it. Right? <laughs> Fuck right. You came. You came offering. Jesus. Right. False um, hope. False dawn. <laughs> Uh, Jamie also asks, and because he's alive, do we need to push the Schwed propaganda as he is, in fact, well, the greatest? If we're playing 3 5 2, Schweds get even less fucking chance. <laughs> but, uh, J- Jamie has. There is an interesting conundrum in the question that Jamie poses. So, if we argue that the 3 5 2 as a formation has been. Potentially, one of the motivations is because the previous system was, in inverted commas, found out against Rangers. Which it wasn't, because we beat Rangers playing that exact formation. I'm I'm just... One ten trophies in a row. I am just (laughs) positing a theory, right? So, if 3-5-2 is is the right, well, that's actually... This is sowing seeds of doubt. You want to have your best player playing who's Moy, you want Moy to play against Rangers, but now you've got a formation that's working well that he doesn't fit within. How do you square that, sir? Okay, let, let, let's break this down. Let's break this down. I'm just, I'm if, everyone, if everyone's fit, if every single player's fit, let's build the Celtic team with everybody fit. Yep. Fraser Foster in goal. Yep. No problem. Everyone agrees on that. That's not mm-hmm. a question. Yep. Back three. Ayer. Ayer. Julianne. And El Hamid. Hamid yep. Would you all agree that that would be the back three? If you're going if three, you're that three the three, yep. if you're going three. Okay, three at the back. Midfield, we won't go wide yet. We'll go midfield. Scott Brown plays every game. Yep. Correct. Callum McGregor, Callum McGregor, McGregor plays, plays every, every game. game. Yep. Okay, so the double pivot of Callum McGregor and Scott Brown. Mm, depend, again, well, well, depends, again, okay. on formation. Yeah. No, well, it's 3-5-2, dickhead. No, you never said that. I did. You didn't. You said let's play if the Celtic uh, team. Yeah, if everyone's fit and it's a three-five-two. You did not say it's a three-five-two. We'll go through both formations. <laughs> we can do both. We can do both. Okay, that's fine. So sorry, Brian. I apologise. I'm about to say something controversial. So three-five-two. So yeah. we've, got, we've got the back three. Scott Brown's going to play. So we get two positions. Mm, Sorrow. Funny. Just funny. <laughs> oh, okay. So 
Callum McGregor plays. So straight away, before a ball is kicked, you've got five, three, six. four, five, six players before a ball is kicked that can play this formation and this would be your best. Right? That's the thing. Correct. Most teams are normally picked before a ball's kicked. So this is quite good. Yeah. Frimpong's got to be your right wing back. I would one million percent agree. Yep. Ball and golly's got to be your left wing back. Yep. Yep. Which means it's going to be Edward and Griffiths, which means essentially think of all the players who are missing out. So you get well, one so position, I, but, but, you've got Ryan Christie, you've got Cham, you've got Elianusi, um, you've got Roger, you've got... And I think at the minute, Forrest that best 11... Forrest yeah. isn't playing. I think Cham is is yeah. the is the 11th player in that. I think and, you, I, and, and I totally see that. I think you swap Cham and McGregor, so you put McGregor in. Yeah, 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 Um, So... Cham, McGregor and Brown work really well together. And it moves McGregor forward, essentially. But, but essentially, you've got no Christie. You've got no... Um, if we're going with that one, you get no Christie. No Elianusi. No Elianusi. Um, no Forrest. No Forrest. Uh, no Johnny Hayes, of course. No Chris, No. Um, so, I mean... Rocket but what you've done is you've, you've picked the, the right players to fit that, that formation. formation. But yeah. then again, do you then want to base a team on putting your best players on the field? 4-2-3-1. For so the goalkeeper, there's no, there's no point, right? I like three at the back. See if we could do three at the back with something else in front of it. Three, you four, three. Wanted to do like three. Yeah. Was just you keep talking about three, four, three. This was no. in cynic wars, isn't it? Two, three, five is where I want to go Jeez. for that. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's going to work. Okay, so four, two, three, one. Um, you go with Frimpong. Yep. Balling goalie. I or Julian. So that back four is rock solid. The but only thing I would say about Mohamed. I, I was going to say it depends. I wonder in Europe whether El Hamid plays ahead of Frimpong. Frimpong plays. Yeah. For me right now it's Frimpong, but there's a lot of playing to see for both. Yeah. yeah. So essentially four two three one. You've got Forrest, Elianusi, Brown, McGregor, Christie. No, I would put Cham back in. Okay, well, but Cham and McGregor can that um, Cham and Christie. That's thing. Um, but you've got actually you can play you can play in Cham and Christie. No, you can't. You need to be dropping Brown or McGregor. You need to be dropping Brown or McGregor unless you're putting Christie on the right. Instead yeah, of you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Of so course. basically, you're, you're getting in Moy and Forrest. So essentially, what you're saying is what we're all kind of agreeing is with both these formations that Christie doesn't start. I don't think so at the minute. Yeah. I don't think so at the minute. I, again, though, I think it's one of those that's easier because Christie's. Been out for such a so way. one formation, hard. one formation basically we're giving up Elianusi and Forest. Yep, to to choose the correct players for that formation. Yeah, but what what is the percentage of Celtic giving up Forest and Elianusi when no matter what you think about James Forest, he has he's a match winner Absolutely. and Forest is, in his correct position, I, th- I think is like so Forest in that four two three one Forest at right wing back. Is a handicap. Yeah. Is Forrest and Elanusi instead of Griffith and a centre back? Griffiths. Griffiths. A bit of Christian Wolf there. Regarding, there. regarding the 3 5 2, how do you think, if we were to go 3 5 2, who do you think Neil Lennon would play? I think Johnny play Hayes. Um, <laughs> Potentially Johnny Hayes, <laughs> aye. You could see Forrest and Hayes. And that is. I think he would genuine. play. I, I, you know. I think he wants. I think he looks at the players and wants to play his best players, squeeze his best players in, and we've seen that in the past. You know, play Cluj, Cluj, I think he Cluj, tries Cluj to play Moy at left back. Yeah, McGregor at left back yeah, against Cluj. To his detriment, I yeah. can imagine we would potentially play Elianusi and Forrest as wing backs. That would have bad news written all over yeah. it. I wonder I whether again getting back to the Hearts game, Moy's just coming back. He's had. You know, 70 minutes on, on the plastic pitch on Sunday. He needs to play. He, he needs to play to be fit I, I for Aberdeen want, and I, for Cup. I wonder whether we play 3 5 2 against Hearts and then at Pataudry you play the 4 2 3 1. So Elanusi starts on Sunday, but he potentially comes on on tomorrow night. Um, especially if we've got either Frimpong or El- 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 4 2 3 1 against Clyde. We played really, really well down our left-hand side, and that was Ball and Golly and yep. Elianusi. Yep. Scott, um, Neil Lennon might throw a spanner in the marks and play Elianusi up front. That's potential to work. But yeah. Griffiths or is a 10. But then, you're, st- then you're... Still... Do you know what? Do you know what, guys? 
These are really good problems to oh, have. Oh, these are yeah. very problems. I mean, fucking these. three weeks ago, we're saying, do we have anybody who can play <laughs> football <laughs> right wing? We've got no right wingers. I know, but that, I would rather work it round that three of McGregor, Brown, and the Cham, and then fit round about that. Uh, Andrew four, Angus, three, uh, Andrew Angus, top four, lad, three, so he is good guy. How will Lennon reintegrate El Unice into the team without disrupting its balance? Could we, could the shape used to beat Lazio and Rome? I mean, that's just what we've been talking about. Um, so it's, I mean, again, as as Ian says, these are good questions and problems to have. Absolutely. Um, just on, obviously, we've got Hearts tomorrow or on Wednesday at home, so that's something that you know. Going into that game, I would be confident just because of how well we're playing at home. We're getting more players back. We're on a good run of form. I don't care if Hearts are playing the best football of their, you know, the last ten years. They come to Celtic Park. We'll get, you know, I'm confident essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to so, give us a game. And yeah, that's we, what I'd rather. They, yeah, fantastic. Uh, how do you see Aberdeen on on Sunday? Uh, it's tricky time. because obviously they're in a really terrible run of form just now. I don't think they've scored in five. Well, did games you hear about the, the the January goal goal of the month competition? Aberdeen was cancelled because they scored, no goal. wow. they scored no goals. They scored no goals. Aberdeen. 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 And that's it's it's Petodre. Again, you're going in apprehensive, but we've, we've done really well up there. You know, we, we always go in apprehensive, apprehensive to Petodre, but we always seem to do well. And yeah. do you know who always dominates? Tom Rogic. Tom Rogic. Yep. So there, we're repeating him. Well, so I think, again, it, it, maybe it's situational. Maybe maybe that's a game where you sit in champ. Do you know what? Actually, you played the 90 against Clyde. You've had 70 against Hearts. Rogic comes in. It doesn't work like in that. Cham, no, this is a situational game of football. <laughs> <laughs> but the worry is, like, Tam does really well against What about the just sheep? playing in Tam and it's just like Tam on top of and Cham's shoulders or something like that? Shoulders. Yeah. The mighty. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, Lennon, Lennon tends to tamper with the back line, which is always a worry, which is that's the one you really want just settled in. I would prefer the back line to be settled and then you've got the opportunity to sort of use... <laughs> The players for the game that you're Andrew makes a point though in terms of just like disrupting the balance and the flow of the team the flow the team's playing really well um but the team's been changing yeah recently, that's, we so haven't had a consistent not really not, not not just not really. about the last two games changing formation oh no the last game right so the last game specifically was I just mean in the league though we we tend to you know forest Forest play has been playing McGregor and Cham. And McGregor and Cham, essentially what I'm saying though is McGregor and Cham and Brown right now are the heartbeat of that team. Yep, and it. I wouldn't want to drop any of, any of them. But Christie's great. And, and the people, the Cam's people, the people, he's been good when he's been coming on. Yeah. Yep. Um, Hearts uh, prediction? Uh, we'll stop their hearts. It'll be. Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, 5 0 to Celtic. <laughs> it will be 4 0 to Celtic. What was the Legion of Doom's finishing move? Oh, the death. No, but I thought you'd get it. Oh. That's a shame. It wasn't the heart stopper. I don't know. It was the Doomsday device. Doomsday device, of course it was. Yes. What's the relevance? I just forgot. Uh, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and I talked about Tam being on Jam Shoulders, so that's. Uh, what was the Heart Foundation's finisher? A death, the Heart Foundation. I can't remember. He put him in the. Yeah, no, the he, no. What he does is, um, he, he, Anvil holds him up and bow, Beret bounces off the ropes twice and jumps up and elbows him. It's a finish. But was it called the Heart Attack? It could have been the Heart Attack. Oh, we're going to get angry tweets. Um, Brian, thoughts on? Uh, I think people just stop tweeting. Yeah. You. Nah, wrestling fans will be, be angry because we don't know what <laughs> non-wrestling fans also will be you, angry because we're talking about. You were telling me the other day that you're watching it with your son, so and he, he loves don't it. Don't put that on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brian loves his Royal son and does stuff that will make Royal him happy. Out my nut the other day it was great. Um, uh, thoughts on hearts? Uh, As in, sorry, predictions. Uh, yeah, I think it will be. I think it'll be actually a good game, entertaining game, and we will win three 0 my man I've taken 3-1 just just to mix it up it was called the heart attack um, 3-1 yeah uh, okay cool obviously we've got the Aberdeen game we'll uh, on the free feed podcast we'll, we'll talk about that uh, next week uh, we'll also be looking ahead to Copenhagen which 
I'm not actually a little worried about, but why wouldn't you be worried about a last day two times? Wonderful. You should be. They've got lots of injuries. Eric Sviachenko's up for Player of the Year in Denmark. I mean, that says something. He plays for Wales and Michelin. He plays for But I just mean if he's up for Oh, I think standard of Danish league is probably terrible, and we're going it's to very absolutely ex- pump. Very I like Celtic, and I tried my best. I you did, isn't he fucking good enough? <laughs> how, how about this? How about we don't go into a European tie overly confident? That's that's yeah, my exactly. point. Yeah, Why not? Yeah, we beat Lazio yeah, yeah. home and away in top to Europa League group. Anyway, before Gdansk. we before we finish, we'll be Gdanskin oh. all the way to Poland. Oh. I want to Gdansk with somebody. I've been trying to get that. Oh, trending on Twitter. Mm. Winnie Houston gifts and all that, but it's not happening. See, hold, hold on a minute. See when you say you've been trying to get it. <laughs> How hard have you been trying? I posted <laughs> one, one tweet and thought it would go viral, but it didn't really work. Um, Craigie, Craigie White, he's back. He's, what a fucking terrific piece of What a boy. He's uh, he's incredible. And can I, you, no, it's, it's one of these that whenever he reappears, and there's so many amazing Craig White <clears throat> stories and features and. But I can't, it always takes me back to when he was going up to his court case on trial and he had all these like seething Rangers fans on the way up to the sheriff court or whatever it was and he's just strolling down the street <laughs> like not a care in the world, no security, no nothing breezes past them all and then gets found not guilty it's just incredible So I'm, I'm going to make a serious point and then we can laugh About right? Craig White? About, well, in general, right? Just life Keith Jackson saying that 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 Craig White is trying to get after the green pound, and it's funny because pound notes were were green, right? So that's quite funny <laughs> yeah. in of itself, right? It's a bit like saying people um, write World War Two history books for the Nazi crowd. Like the reality <laughs> is, now let me let me finish, right? People study World War Two. People study history because they want to understand what went wrong and how do you avoid it going forward. If you even a cursory look at what White was a shyster, was a was a fraudster, trying to make a quick buck, all the damage was done with David Murray. Again, Jim Trainer is happy to have this like, oh, here comes the big clown. He's, he's trying to sell books to Celtic. God forbid one of these Rangers fans would pick up the book and go, do you know what? They were fucking, we were absolutely had. He's, he's right. Do you know, they, we did cheap taxes for 10 years. We did do this. We did, how, do you know, we should really look at how we get the right governance in place so that we stop these things happening in the future. But of course, they fucking don't because Good. they don't care because they, they're the people. They Good. Do, they do. They go, yeah. that, they go, they go, <laughs> simply the best. But that's the funny thing about it because the, the, it was the media that fueled the Craig White myth. Aye. And now that the likes of Keith Jackson, who was <laughs> the, the one story of the, was aye. one of the funniest aye. things I've read ever. It's, it's, it's incredible how he's blaming everybody. And I was like the whole gritty mm-hmm. tea thing. But they basically had Craig White. It was because of them he got carried down Edmondson Drive, like on people's shoulders again. Um, Whereas, and he's saying that, you know, he was getting asked to write uh, puff pieces and stuff like that. As soon as this guy came on the radar, Celtic fans within about 30 seconds had found him out just by doing the most basic Google searches, even though then he deleted his Google history and all that. that. Also, the other thing about, you know, when, and uh, we're going to finish up because we don't need to stay too long on this, but see when uh, John Brown was standing on (laughs) the steps of Ibrox, steps of Ibrox saying, show us the deeds, Mr. Where's our deeds? For £2.50 or £3, you can literally walk into the registers of Scotland and say, I'd like to do a search on this property. For the deeds. For the deeds. Not one journalist did it. John Brown didn't do it. Like they're they're morons. I mean, they're just they're just morons. I, I would question whether no journalist did it. I would think they probably did. I think, but Gal then knows. just didn't release it. The, um, <laughs> the beauty of the um, the Keith Jackson the story as well, yeah. where he said. Craig White's going to talk shit. He's going to talk about how he controlled the media. Well, that story that I regret about calling him wealth off the radar, I mean, I was told that that was true, <laughs> and then I wrote it. So he Bruce Wong can the media. his own questions. But I think there's a lot of people who are clearly very worried about what's in this book. And you know, it just shows you the sort of mark of the man he's releasing it on Valentine's Day. He's a, he's a terrific piece of business. <laughs> it's incredible. And we are, we're going to be doing 
We're going to have Craig we're White. We're going to have a cynic book club, aren't we? Yeah, we are going to. Act, well, with that, we genuinely might do that, but we're going to have Craig White on the podcast, don't you? Yeah, I, I guarantee he would come on without a shadow of doubt. Yeah, it would be, be sitting there sweating, Don't ask him man. about his own personal tax because he seems to have some unfortunate issues. issues in that respect. <laughs> we can have a whip around. Yeah. Uh, listen, this has been terrific. Uh, Brian McManus, pleasure. Always is. Thanks very much for having me. The Dugatron. It's five days to the Cynic War. Thank you for having me, Chris. The Bowdertron. Moan the Hoopertrons. <laughs> I'm Chris Gallagher and this has been the 90 Minute Cynic and we'll speak to you down the road. <laughs> <laughs>